Hey, it's Scott Orner, Cruise Consulting, and thanks for joining us on Founders and Friends for another awesome podcast. Let's give a quick shout out to the Cruise Consulting accounting team. We're very fortunate. We have a ton of people at Cruise who work on the monthly books for our clients and get them all set up, due diligence ready, rocking every month, answering all the clients' questions, making all those adjustments. And there's no better moment for a founder and for us, really, when founder says, hey, I think I'm going to get a term sheet. Are my books ready for diligence? And we get to say, yes, they are. Fire away. Send them over. Give them access. That is a great feeling. It's the feeling that lets us know we've done a job very well done. And nothing is better than watching that cash hit the bank account. So if you are a venture-backed startup, you're going out to fundraise, maybe check us out. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. We love what we do. At taping here, I think we have 575 clients. Clients raise over a billion dollars this year. So we know what we're doing. And hopefully we can help you be successful in your fundraise. All right, let's get to the podcast. Thanks. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Orn. Welcome to Founders and Friends podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest is Brian Sturz of WavePoint Capital. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. It's, uh, it's an honor to return to, uh, to your podcast. Second and... time, second time podcast. This is, that is a, you know, rare company. Um, and you have a pretty exciting new venture. So I want to have you on so you could tell a story. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so I'm in the process of launching a hedge fund. It's called the Wavepoint fund. Uh, it's a alpha focused, uh, long biased equity hedge fund. Uh, with the ability to take short positions and hedge the portfolio. The areas I'm kind of looking at are, you know, areas of disruption, areas with rapid change or evolution going on. Uh, historically, I've looked at the technology sector, uh, media, consumer, healthcare, uh, financial services. Uh, given everything that's going on in the world, obviously that, that can apply to uh, a lot more. Uh, I am launching with the support of, you know, friends and family, former clients, uh, and I have some family offices and in institutions that are supporting me at the launch as well. Funds are uh, going to be available to qualified purchasers and, uh, and WavePoint, uh, because of my Tourette syndrome qualifies as a disability owned business entity. For... No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. And you, we've known each other a long time. You've worked in kind of financial management, advisory services, pretty much, I guess, well, you, your first job was on the stock, like the Pacific Stock Exchange. I don't want to date us too much. We're getting old. Yeah. But then, uh, then you went into like financial management advisory. So this is like your world. You've learned probably everything, not everything, but everything you possibly could up until, you know, time to start a company. I'm really excited for you to start, start your own fund. Yeah, thank you. The way I kind of view it is, is putting together all of my experiences. Um, I did. I started off on the derivatives trading floor of the uh, of the P Coast when there was actually an, an open cry market back in back in two thousand and two. Uh, I'll date us if if you don't want to. Um, <laughs> you know, started there uh, and then worked for a firm called Callen Associates, a right, lot of yeah. open fund consultant. I worked in the global manager research group there. Uh, covering fixed income managers for large public pensions, uh, as well as corporate pensions. Uh, did manager research there for about five years. 
Um, in 2007, I left there, moved down to Los Angeles and joined a, a pretty small uh, registered investment advisor, uh, now called EP Wealth Advisors. Started off with uh, just a few folks. I was one of three people on the investment committee uh, helping to manage our, our uh, equity portfolio. Uh, I also managed fixed income portfolios. Uh, went back to business school at UCLA, uh, had a fellowship in quantitative investing there, uh, then joined another registered investment advisor down here in LA called Miracle Mile Advisors, where I ended up as the head of investments, uh, overseeing portfolio management strategy and research. Uh, and then in the middle of the pandemic, uh, I left and started my own firm with a few clients and am now in the process of launching the fund. So the way I think about it, I've had experience uh, trading and, and managing portfolios from derivatives to fixed income, equity, uh, and then even overall asset management. And the strategy that I've put together incorporates, you know, all of those components. So the basis of the, of the strategy is fundamental stock picking. Uh, mm. But, you know, from, from my experiences, my education, you know, I look at things, you know, from a number of perspectives, from derivatives, fixed income, and even things like real estate and commodities. I, I think all of it factors in. Yeah. Not to pat you on the back too hard, but I remember the early COVID days and I'm, I, I'm, I wasn't a client but uh, I was definitely nervous and you were very, you gave me some just, uh, uh, you know, very friendly advice. And I was like, Hey man, this, this is like the buying opportunity of a lifetime basically. And uh, yeah. my, my portfolio, thanks you. And yeah. uh, thank you for also managing my, helping me manage my stress a little bit during, yeah. during those, during the March and April of uh, 2020. That was like, that was, that was a tough time. Very yeah. tough time. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I really appreciate everything you, you uh, just, kindly passed on to me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you. No, I, I was fortunate during that time period to, uh, to come out pretty well, uh, during that time period, we, we were pretty well positioned coming into it, you know, during that time, it, it was crazy. I mean, I, I still remember, you know, getting the office at five in the morning and, you know, no one knew which way was up kind of just kind of had that feeling, you know, as everything was falling apart, that, that it would be a good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And you were right, man. Well, yeah. so what's, what's the, uh, when you starting your own fun, what's kind of surprised you about it? Like are there are things that are harder, things that are easier than you thought. Like, what do you, what's, what's your day like every day? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great question. I mean, every day is different. Uh, get, you know, getting started here. It's, it's funny The the focus is on, uh, picking stocks and, and the market and, you know, all those things that I've spent my career doing. Um, but, you know, I'm really getting to see the, the entrepreneurial nature of it. I'm not in the markets now. So every day is, is really uh, focusing on operations, uh, building the, the outsource team and really putting that infrastructure in place, which is something that I've been aware of and, you know, I've seen sort of from kind of an outside perspective, but, you know, putting it all together and, and making those decisions is, has been a learning experience. So certainly yeah. a good one, you know, learning a lot, you know, I'm really happy with the team uh, that I put together. That's but, awesome. Uh, I had the same kind of, same kind of epiphany when I joined Vanessa, cause I'd worked in, you know, the venture lending fund and M&A. You just don't realize how many moving pieces are in any business, yeah, exactly. let alone entrepreneurial business. 
and all the stuff you got to do and all the people yeah. you got to talk to and set things up. And yeah. you're always kind of thinking because you're doing that while also focusing like for us, it was accounting and taxes. But like for you, it's, it's money management, stock picking, things like that. It's like you, you're keeping kind of 20% on, of your brain on the operational stuff and like 80% of your brain on your day job, which is for you probably picking stocks and looking at different asset classes and things like that. Yeah. And it's, you live this like binary life where you're just, you're juggling things at all times and it can yeah. be super stimulating and fun. It could also be yeah. exhausting yeah. And, and stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's certainly both, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's what I want to do. I've, I've had this as a goal for a long time. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. You know, that it's something that's been in, in the back of my mind for forever. So it's really exciting because I'm building something and yeah. putting it together for myself. I'm excited to get it going. I'm excited for what it can become. And I'm excited for the clients that are coming on board and supporting me and, and, you know, looking to put up good returns for them. That's awesome. And, you know, for us, like a cruise, Vanessa was our founder, like Vanessa Cruz. She did, she built cruise for three years before I ever joined. I remember. And so I, and I watched, but we were dating. So I watched the whole thing happen and I have yeah. tremendous amount of respect for, for her, for people like you, for the clients we work with. Cause you're like, dude, it's zero. It's, it's like getting going from a standstill is tough. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really, yeah. I, I'm actually really thrilled for you that a lot of your prior clients are supporting you. It kind of makes life a little bit easier, you know, like they're, they're, they, you, you did well for them. They're giving you the benefit of the doubt. And I'm sure on the sales front, it leads to like more benefit of the doubt, right? Like being able to point at like, oh, these folks over here, trust me, they've been with me for a long time. What's, what's, has it been your experience? Like, does that kind of social proof and just the, the background of the people who are continuing to support you pretty helpful? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess taking a, a step before that, uh, I remember when, when you were starting this, or I remember when Vanessa was starting this and, you know, you talking about it when you came on board. So I'm fortunate, you know, to have friends like you uh, that have gone down this route, whether it's, you know, in, in this arena or in, you know, many others. So I've had a lot of uh, people to bounce ideas off of uh, people that, to, to, you know, give me advice and help me through that, which has been super helpful. And then of course, I mean, to, to have clients and uh, people supporting me is, you know, great. Um, and then on top of that, you know, it's, it's been 20 years in this business. So there's yeah. a lot of people that whether I've worked with them directly or indirectly, uh, have been really supportive. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of a momentum thing. So yeah. you kind of get your toe hold and you talk with more people, you get more support. Uh, so many people have been great and, and happy to help making introductions for me and, you know, planting seats. So I'm um, still in the operational phase about ready to launch. Um, that's really what I'm focused on. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting to talk to anyone about it. Um, yeah. Because it's, it, you know, this is, this is what I love to do. It's, you mentioned the planting seeds, seeds phrase, and that's exactly it. And you know what the fun thing is that the stage you're at, like some of the seeds you plant might not come around for like three years or four years or five, you know, we're having, I just talked before I got on the, on the podcast with you talked to a, a woman who was a, a client for like five years that company got bought by Apple and she's back at it, you know, and yeah. it was the yeah. second time we're working together. And it's like, yeah. it's just amazing. And and I'm sure you have a lot of those people coming through the door too. So yeah, it, it's a nice testament to 
your professionalism, how you acted, the 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 fact that you delivered the goods or the services, you know, it's it's a it's a nice validation. Anytime people kind of come back into your life, you can get to start working with them again. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And I mean, it's it's you know that that component of it uh, is I don't think particularly new for forever being in uh, certainly in this business and people in theirs. Yeah. You know, you you meet people, uh, you build relationships over a long period of time. And you never know where those things lead. And it, it is funny. People will come back around after three, four years. You know, hey, I've been thinking about you. What are you up to? What are you doing? Uh, you should meet this person. And, you know, you, you know how it goes. Sometimes you meet some people and, you know, it leads to something else. And you stay in touch with everyone. And that's something I love doing anyway. Is yeah. Connecting yeah, people, talking person. to people. Yeah. And something I love to do. Yeah. When you were describing the fun, you talked about being, it sounded like you could do a lot of different stuff, Yeah. but like stock picking was the core, but you could do hedges or how does, how do you, you know, communicate that to your investors? Is it, is there like a, an allocation or is it more like, Hey, the market's going to move around and all of a sudden we're recording this in March of 2022, like energy is, 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 I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but energy was like really struggling for a long time. Years. And now with the Russian war in Ukraine, it's spiking. Like, is is that the kind of the the strategy is like, Hey, be opportunistic, see what, see, recognize the world's changing before everyone else does. Yeah. And, uh, and, and pursue it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of it. Um, you know, the way the, the foundation of it from the bottom up stock picking, you know, you, you, the idea is to try to take meaningful positions in companies that are going to create, you know, significant, hopefully shareholder value um, and, and really kind of start with that foundation. And then around it, uh, markets do move around. And, you know, particularly in a volatile market like this, there's going to be a lot of opportunities in, you know, secondary and derivative markets. So uh, I view the, the the ability to hedge the portfolio as opportunistic. Some of it depends on what the underlying portfolio will look like. Some of it depends on what the pricing of the other markets may be. And, you know, on top of that, uh, where those markets may uh, overlap with, with what those positions are. So yeah. it's a way that you can be a little bit more nimble in the portfolio. Um, the way I think about um, you know, whether it's the the underlying holdings or the hedges is you want to make things that are going to be meaningful to the portfolio. So, you know, the day-to-day fluctuations, which, you know, have been pretty significant during this uh, time period are something to keep, something to keep an eye on. You know, you want to always be kind of thinking long-term and you know, what's, what's going to add value over, you know, over a longer period of time. Yeah. I love it. And the people you're working with have seen you do that for them and at other stops. And so they kind of know you have the, the long-term eye. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, like you got, you're based in Southern California, but are you taking investors like nationally or internationally or how did like, what's, how does that, how does the whole, forgive me. And I'm, I know the venture capital game, but I don't know the the hedge fund game as well. So as I get launched, uh, most of the relationships are, are ones I've had uh, or known people. So it's, you know, fairly, fairly regional, a lot of Southern California Northern California. Uh, some some clients outside of uh, outside of California, you know, in this day and age, in in the remote world, you know, regional uh, sort of stuff is is less important. The relationships really kind of what is important, and so you know, people who want to talk and and have that kind of conversation, and you know, it's, it's not going to matter, you know, what time zone they're in. 
Yeah, for sure. That's probably the nice thing, right? Like culturally people are used to zoom and taking pitches or presentations over like it's got to be kind of different than pre pre COVID. Right. I mean, I know our businesses like we're, yeah, our clients are like so receptive, just talking to us over video and it's so much more efficient for us. And yeah, we're actually more helpful because we're not spending a lot of time, like parking the car or sitting in traffic or doing whatever. It's like, it's, it's kind of nice, but I, I, I assume that's, translating to the to the LP kind of investor world as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really efficient, right? You know. Yeah. That's like how I feel said. too. It's efficient. Yeah, so you, you can get anyone on the phone or or on a, a video call and connect with them. So, uh, it's it's amazing how fast that's transitioned. Uh, I've talked with folks in other countries and all over the place and you know, it it really doesn't matter. Uh, certainly yeah. in Los Angeles, we we appreciate uh, being out of the traffic. Too. <laughs> <laughs> we probably appreciate it more than anyone. Yeah, totally, totally. Hey, it's Scott Orn, and we're going to take a quick break from the podcast to give a shout out to the cruise tax team. Gosh, it's so nice to have an in-house tax team. I can't even tell you. Uh, we have some really amazing professionals on the team. It's over. I think it's 13 people now. And we do everything from your federal state income tax return, state franchise tax filings, R&D tax credits. Those are pretty popular these days. And guess what? They're there for you when you go through diligence. A lot of people don't know this, but you actually go through tax diligence, not just operational kind of financial diligence, but you do go through tax diligence. So it's nice to have Vanessa Cruz on the phone with your VCs and with the accounting firm they hired to diligence all your stuff and the law firm. They hired to do it, your stuff. Vanessa knows what she's doing. She's done this a million times. And uh, and not it's not just Vanessa. We have a really great team of tax professionals that will do those calls too. It's it's kind of sometimes the difference between getting around clothes or having it take another two weeks because something was disorganized and the tax compliance wasn't done correctly. We hear those horror stories from clients that come to us. So, hey, if you want Cruz's tax team on your side, we're here for you. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. Thanks. And so, so you're going out now. You you mentioned you worked at Callan before, which is that was when we were we were young, out of college. Yeah, has some of that experience translated? Because you you've worked for a couple RIAs, which yeah. which to me has like a direct a direct applicability. But like, I would think the Callan time would be pretty helpful too, because you're watching and evaluating and scoring, and you know all these managers, like you probably picked up a bunch of stuff there yeah. or kind of know what limited partners or investors are thinking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really interesting experience, particularly where I came from. So starting on the derivatives trading floor, which is kind of the heart of the capital markets and then going to Callan where your clients are some of the largest, you know, public and corporate uh, pension plans um, in the country, if not the world. Yeah. And so that perspective uh, is, is really interesting. So, you know, if I think about in addition to learning about stocks and bonds, but understanding um, the spectrum of investors from individuals all the way up to how do large public pension funds, you know, think about asset allocation and, and manager selection. And my, my time at Callan was, was phenomenal. I mean, looking back at it, um, you know, the ability to research and study and be in direct contact with some of the smartest investors out there. Uh, I learned so much and it was such a great job, just a great uh, seat to sit in. 
it was an interesting time period. The markets are always interesting, but I was there from 2002 uh, through 2007, and to hear people, you know, talk about the markets, talk about what they thought were coming down the pike, uh, what they thought was coming down the pike, and you know, to watch those things materialize, I learned so much, and and I think about that, you know, all the time. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like you got paid to go to school uh, in a, in a in a way. Oh, it, it was uh, it was a whole education. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still close with uh, a lot of people there, and it's a great organization, and it was a great place to to start my career. That's awesome. One of the things I always wonder about, like in the money management world, is like how you know how do you measure yourself? Like how do you think about is it like absolute returns, the relative returns? I mean, your it sounds like your strategy is pretty fluid. So you're, there's no like kind of benchmark that you, that you're going to be compared directly to, or maybe you will. I don't know. That's kind of my question is like, how do you, how do you measure success for WavePoint? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great question. From the start of it, uh, it's a best ideas portfolio. I'm not particularly thinking about it from maybe a, a full traditional sector standpoint. Uh, I want to be, you know, opportunistic to, you know, where, where are their best ideas uh, across a, a number of areas. I'll think about companies and industries pretty generally. Uh, I think that there's a, a lot of convergence out there uh, across uh, sectors and across industries. Um, so I want to be careful in the portfolio construction in having best ideas kind of in different areas and you know building a portfolio that you know is diversified from you know an idea uh, standpoint. And that's where the, the hedging can come in as well. And you can kind of manage uh, the exposures that way. You know, it's, it's not a market neutral strategy. It is long biased. You obviously have to be aware of what benchmarks are doing. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, I think that there's room in a, a broader portfolio um, for a fund like mine that, that has meaningful exposures um, in particular areas where, you know, broader portfolio you know, won't. That's, that's a, it's super interesting. And it, so if, if someone, if a prospective investor comes to you, you're, they're going to put like a portion of their wealth with you is it's, they might have some stocks they might have some bonds they might have some indexes. And then they have like an allocation for Wavepoint basically to, it's, right. it's like almost like one of their, one of their plays out of many or, or a few, yeah. but it's a, you want them to be diversified as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, describing the strategy, uh, I think that there's a number of ways that it can fit. I think that it can sort of complement, complement, um, you know, an index-based and, and more diversified strategy. Uh, for some folks, it, it may kind of fit into that alternatives bucket where there might be a little bit more room for, you know, less correlated assets. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I described the strategy up front. I think people are going to decide where, where they think that it fits. Uh, that's generally kind of how I think about it. I love it. I love it. When you look back on your career as an investor, is there anyone that, like jumps out? You're like, oh, that person was a great mentor, really trained me well, or gave me these life lessons in the investing world that you reflect on. Like what's, you know, I think back to my career and there's some people who are just so helpful. Like yeah. do you have the same thing in the investing world. Sure. I, I, I have a number, uh, number of people that come to mind. Uh, I guess it would start probably at Callan Associates. My my first uh, my first boss, I guess you'd say, uh, Greg DeForest, was uh, a great mentor to me. Uh, really kind of took me under his wing uh, in the fixed income space. 
Um, taught me a lot, not only about the markets, but just about business and uh, how to think about things, you know, what kind of things to focus on, what things are important, what things aren't important, and uh, gave me a lot of great advice. Uh, when I left Callen um, and moved back to Los Angeles is after my father passed away and, and he was really great in uh, throughout, you know, that as well. Uh, so there's a number of people like that at Callen. It's a great, it's a great organization. Um, and then even, you know, uh, at the two RAAs where, where I worked, I learned a ton from the partners there. Um, in both cases, they, they were very entrepreneurial themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, they started these things on their own. Uh, and I watched them build great businesses from the ground up. Um, so, you know, how to think about business, how to think about a firm, how to think about uh, people, how to think about, you know, strategy and growth. And they've both been uh, tremendously successful. And I've learned a lot, you know, from from them as uh, as well. I love it. I love it. It's, it's, it does take a village, you know. It's, we all have our careers and getting lucky enough to find those mentors who point us in the right direction is so valuable. And that's one of my favorite things about Cruise is we get to do that for other people now, for our team. So it's, it's, it's good. It's time, it's time to pay it back as you get into your mid forties, like, like you and I are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you sit in a great position as well, right? I mean, you, you have so many companies doing so many interesting things. It's probably, you probably learn a ton just from them and you know, the totally clients do. you're dealing with, I mean, they're, yeah. they're building the companies that are, you know, building the future. So yeah. It's kind of like your world where you're probably looking at a different investment every day or multiple investments every day. Yeah. And you kind of have like the smartest people teaching you about something they're very passionate about. Yeah. And you can't, if, I mean, that's actually for me, the most exciting part about Cruise. I love working with the clients and I love helping our team develop. Yeah. And like, it's just, there's no, it's no, no day is the same. No day is boring. Yeah. Always a ton of learning. Yeah. And uh, or passing on that learning to other people. So I'm with you, man. It's it's uh, I'll, I'll be doing this for a long time. I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. And I, I've had a lot of entrepreneurial clients as well. You know, even getting started talking with them and it, it's been super cool. Right. You know, I can, yeah. I can talk about stocks and bonds. And first of all, I love it because, like you said, you, you get to learn something new every day. So many interesting companies, markets. There's, there's always something to learn. Uh, you're never going to learn it all. And it's super exciting from that standpoint. And then I've had a bunch of clients who are entrepreneurial themselves and it's fun to talk to them about what they're doing and yeah. you know, they, they are building these businesses and it's really fun to be able to be doing that myself now. Well, I bet you, if I were to look, if you had like a, a spreadsheet of all the people who are supporting you and the new venture, I bet you a lot of them are people who started something themselves because yeah. they kind of understand like that first check or the first investment or yeah. You know, someone did it for them, and yeah. so they they pay it forward too. And that is actually how you get good returns too. So yeah, um, it's it's beneficial to everybody. But I bet you that's the profile of the early people. Well, Brian, I got to be respectful of your time. Yeah. Really appreciate you stopping by. Can yeah. you tell everyone how to reach out, how to find Waypoint? You know, if they're sure. interested in getting the pitch or hearing more about it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you reach out to me, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Brian Sturs. Uh, Wavepoint LLC is the, the company's LinkedIn. Uh, feel free to, to shoot me an email, brian at wavepoint.capital. I'll respond to everyone. Uh, I love love talking to anyone about uh, what I'm doing, what they're doing. Those are probably the best ways. Awesome. It's so exciting to see you doing your own fund. You've worked so hard and learned so much and 
appreciate all the advice you've given me over the years, and I'm excited to see how Waypoint plays out. Well, thanks, buddy. Uh, we've known each other a long time, and uh, congratulations to you, Vanessa, and all the success that you guys have had. Thank you. Thank you. It's a team effort. Team effort at Cruise. There is. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. I'll catch you later. Yeah, talk to you soon. So when your trouble's a mountain, in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise. Founders and friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and friends with your host, Scotty Old.